Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Yanis. That concept about forced labor is becoming a real hot topic in the area of CTPAD, isn't it? Yeah, Steve, it certainly is. It's one of customs' biggest push um, to the industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Master's Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is a good friend, Yanis Sandez. Hi, Yanis. Hi, Steve. I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Scissor Group, and I've been working with supply chain security for the past 10 years. I'm excited to be here and be able to talk to you about this important topic. Well, today's topic on supply chain security is going to be about forced labor. And in this topic, what we're going to talk about quite quickly is what is forced labor? What are U.S. Customs' current expectations, some of the forced labor red flags that you should be looking for, and some final recommendations? So, Yanis, I guess when you talk about forced labor, the first real question everybody has is, what is it? Yes, Steve, that, that's the biggest question. And again, it is certainly forced labor is any work or service that is provided to you that has been done uh, by people who are forced to do it against their will, under threat, or any other punishment um, or unreasonable circumstances. And, and essentially, the prohibition that the government has that essentially there is a law that they have uh, on the books that essentially says that goods imported into the U.S. Uh, that are produced with forced labor, uh, that's that, that prison labor, uh, child labor, indentured servant labor, those products are essentially prohibited from being imported into the U.S. Exactly, Steve. So you really want to be able to uh, ensure that no one in your supply chain or who you're buying from is incurring in any of these type of forced labor um, activities. Yeah, I think what we're hearing, you're right. Customs has really escalated this up very, very high. This has a, been a requirement for quite some time, but I think Customs has really escalated uh, the level of enforcement on this. Uh, they are really threatening now that if they discover any of this or uh, it's, a, it's, it's uh, alleged on any of this, they essentially will stop and seize the merchandise. Certainly, Steve. And and again, this is happening. It is happening uh, across the world. Um, really, no one is exempt. So that's why Customs wants to be um, sensitive and wants to create this awareness and, and a sense of compliance to ensure that the products that are being just produced globally and imported into the U.S. are not um, linked to any type of forced labor activity. I think, uh, Yanis, you told me the other day that uh, I guess some uh... – Customs just released some information just the other day uh, on banning a number of items coming out of China that were made with cotton, and apparently that cotton was produced with forced labor, and they're essentially going to restrict all that merchandise. Exactly. It's a very active task force, and yes, essentially after a lot of investigation, there's this region exactly that is uh, linked to to forced labor activities, and primarily because of uh, the cotton industry. And again, it's not just the cotton, Steve, but it's also um, items that are being done from that co cotton that was sourced from that region. 
So again, it, it is it is a, a very real situation and Customs is really targeting that and taking uh, severe measures to, to, um, to ensure that that is not being done. Now, now what, what are some of Customs expectations? What are they expecting the importers to do in terms of kind of trying to manage this? Well, certainly the first thing that you want to know is screen who you're buying from, who you're doing business with, who is responsible of sourcing those goods or actually producing producing some of the goods that you are essentially importing into the U.S. So really know your supplier, know their practices, know their business, um, and verify, verify that they're not incurring in any of these activities um, at their facilities. Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely going to force you to be a lot more proactive and working with your suppliers. I think Customs is say, essentially saying, don't just ignore these issues. Uh, you got to be much more proactive in, in oversighting, monitoring, and managing these issues than really ever before. Certainly, this is something that cannot be ignored. It has to be part of your initial setup and screening process um, for any new supplier that you're doing business with. So, so Yanis, what are, what are some of the uh, as a as an importer, what are some of the the red flags that I can look for that may be kind of an indicator that my supplier may be engaged in forced labor type activities? Yeah, certainly, Steve. So some of the most common red flags that that can be easily identified is certainly when your supplier is reluctant to have any on-site visit either from from any of your company representative or any other entity that you really can't go into their facility. Also, um, if you have noticed that there is high turnover, that they're constantly uh, hiring new employees, that is something unusual and suspicious that you at least need to keep an eye on. Um, if they're reluctant to share any information, if you ask them as part of their your due diligence and your screening for information regarding their controls, their processes, and they do not want to share information, that is that could be considered a red flag. Uh, certainly travel restrictions some of and, and holding identity documents. Some of the um, actions that are linked to forced labor is where when they don't let their, their employees leave the facility or they, they withhold some of their um, international travel documents so they cannot leave that facility or even that region when they're at. Um, certainly excessive overtime if they are working their employees long hours, long shifts, Again, those are indicators that they're not working in the best conditions. So really, this is also a lot about, you know, certainly protecting worker rights, uh, worker safety. Obviously, these individuals could be very vulnerable in individuals in, in, in difficult circumstances in certain parts of the world. And, and really, this is sort of, of an objective that the administration here in the United States, and not just here in the United States, it's just like you said, kind of a global initiative to really mm -hmm. combat forced labor and to be sure that in managing your supply chain, you're trying to prevent it within your supply chain. Exactly. So, so you need, what, what are some of the, the, the recommended next steps? What are some of the things that you would recommend to, uh, to an importer? Um, obviously looking for those red flags, but what are some of the other things that they can do? Yeah, so obviously looking for those those red flags, keep an eye for news or any of these notices that Customs is publishing. So at least you're sensitive, you can link your supplier to the regions that may be um, areas prone to forced labor activity. So just 
really be uh, aware of that. Um, and certainly educate your vendor. Let them know what your expectations are. Let them know that you are aware of what are some of these um, red flags and that what your expectation is from them. Uh, you want them to be transparent. You want them to have good working conditions and certainly not incurring any of these um, forced labor. And also is, as we always mention, having good terms and conditions, having them acknowledge them, um, including them in your supplier code of conduct, really laying out what you as a company, you as a U.S. importer, expect from your suppliers. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Certainly, certainly educating your vendors, terms and conditions, I think are a great idea. But I certainly do recommend you've got to be diligent. You've got to take some personal responsibility to, to vet your vendors, to monitor your vendors, to screen your vendors. You know, assume nothing. Um, you know, trust but verify. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of the message that I'm getting here from customs is their expectation is that you're going to have to really push a lot more for a lot more information and you're not going to be able to kind of bury your head in the sand and simply say, well, I didn't know. I think you're kind of deemed to know uh, because essentially the burden's going to be on you to prove it. Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree with that, Steve. And certainly um, customs initiatives, certainly part of your CTPAT program. But more than that, it's just part of your your expectation as a U.S. importer um, to do this type of due diligence and and to take it to heart as part of your of your business. Yeah, and I do think it's important to remind everyone. You know, this is 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 a big part of the CTPAP program moving forward. It certainly has been added as a very significant part. But this is a rule that actually applies to all importers, mm -hmm. whether or not you're in CTPAP or not in CTPAP. So this is a good example of how CTPAP has really expanded beyond just voluntary things into mandatory things, that things that you're already legally obligated under the law to comply with. So CTPAT is becoming more and more of that kind of a program where they're adding elements to it. Forced labor is a great example of things that you are already legally obligated to do. Mm -hmm. So don't think this is just a you know CTPAT only requirement. No, all importers must comply with forced labor standards and they must operate to prohibit, restrict, and hopefully eliminate forced labor activities. Exactly. Well, so what we talked today about, again, a very, very important topic, something that is absolutely immediate news. As I said, customs is all over this issue. We talked about what forced labor is. We talked about customs expectations for forced labor, some of those forced labor red flags that you should absolutely be looking for to make sure whether or not they exist with your different suppliers. And then some of the recommendations certainly moving forward, doing that due diligence, screen, vetting your suppliers, educating your vendors on your expectations, including very clear language in your terms and conditions, or like Yanise mentioned, vendor code of conduct. You need to be very clear with your vendors on what you expect them to do, not just in forced labor, but certainly a lot of other areas. But sure. forced labor absolutely is critical. So, Yanis, any final comments? No, certainly just to, to really be uh, mindful of this, this new area, to really have it embedded in your process as part of your operation so you can clearly demonstrate to customs that you, you understand what forced labor is, you, you understand the implications and your responsibility, and that you could clearly demonstrate what actions you have taken as a company to ensure that your suppliers are not incurring in forced labor and that you're trying to do your best to prevent sourcing from any of these um, entities. 
Great. Thank you. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining us today on the Master's Method Podcast. And thank you, Eunice, for sharing this valuable information. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, Steve. And bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method Podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.